Okay, you guys saw me raise my hand. I'm a first timer too, so go easy on me. If I start forgetting, I'm gonna have homeboy come up and play guitar. <laughs> so the first roommates we ever we ever have are our parents. And in my case, I guess I just didn't realize how good I had it. Uh, after I graduated from high school in Homer, I stuck it around at home because I was living with my parents and I didn't have to pay rent. And I had two of what I considered the hottest jobs in Homer. I worked at a record store during the day, and once 4.30 hit, I hopped on my bike and I rode across town to Subway, where I was a sandwich artist, until about midnight, and I packed it up and went home. I was living with my parents and not paying rent. I had the money from two jobs, and I was 18 years old, so I thought I was pretty hot shit. And I kind of dressed and spent my money on the kind of things that an 18-year-old in Homer would do. I had a sour apple green marmot jacket, uh, triple layer Gore-Tex, and pants to match, and I rode around town on my tricked-out mountain bike, probably looking like a neon booger. Uh, had the studded tires to match. And like I said, I, you know, I thought life was great, and I probably could have gone on like that forever. But my parents weren't having it. So one August, around my 19th birthday, my mom was like, get in the car, you're going to college. So we drove up to Anchorage, and when we got up there, of course, I had no place to stay. The dorms were already full. So while I was standing in line to get my campus ID, my mom pulled the number off the bulletin board and was like, all right, we're calling these people. And so two phone calls later, I had a room with a husband and wife over on the east side of town uh, who had two other college kids staying there. I can't really remember much about them, uh, except for Dice K, the Japanese exchange student who really liked juicing. And one time gave me a glass of juice that probably had 13 carrots in it. And it was as thick as motor oil. It was. I went to class afterwards and had the worst stomach ache ever. Um, but it was kind of a rough time for me because I had just moved up from Homer. I didn't have any friends. Um, I didn't have a car. I was riding the bus everywhere. And on my bus trips, I was reading science fiction and listening to Pink Floyd's Wall. So it was pretty grim. And when we got a call from campus that a room had opened up on housing, I, you know, after a month, I jumped at it. And because after 30 days, I could already do an impression of this woman who owned the house when she called my name, and she was like, Spencer! <laughs> and um, you might wonder how a room opens up on campus after 30 days. <laughs> well, they'll kick you out for excessive partying. And that was the apartment that I moved into. And it mellowed out the guys who were left there a little bit, but they still like to get down. Um, one of them had two 15-inch speakers under his bed with a little sound system that he liked to show off. And sometimes I'd wake up in the middle of the night with Old Dirty Bastard just blasting from the next room over. The drink of choice in the apartment was a tequila slammer, which for the uninitiated is Jose Cuervo and Sprite in a shot glass. Put your hand over the top and slam it, hence the name. And then the bubbles in the carbonation mix the drink before you shoot it. Still, those guys were pretty mild compared to what I had my sophomore year, also on campus. And for these guys, because I don't want to indict them, I'm just going to use roommate number one, two, etc. Roommate number one was a very fastidious groomer, liked his hair care products, kept them on a shelf in the bathroom in ascending order from smallest to largest. It was the weirdest thing. He also had a hair dryer, even though he probably only had about as much hair as me. I couldn't figure out. He also really liked the song Butterfly by Crazy Town, which isn't especially egregious, but that is just such a terrible song that I feel it warrants mentioning. 
Uh, roommate number two moved uh, across country from Boston to Anchorage, hitchhiking with a couple vials of acid, which he told me were to help get rides and also kind of entertainment along the way. Um, once he moved to Anchorage, though, he switched up things a little bit and became uh, a fan of ecstasy. So, as you may know, it's a bit of a tactile drug. Um, he really liked the stuff he called Wookie Fur, which, as far as I can tell, he must have bought at the discount aisle at Joanne's Fabrics or something. But he put it on his pants and his hoodies, and it was, it was strange. Another way that he liked to entertain himself was um, doing ecstasy in the living room, on a pacifier, you know, in his mouth, and building Lego castles. So, I would come home at night, 10, 10.30, roommate number two is up in the living room, building the Lego castle. I get up in the morning, 10, 10, 11 o'clock, 12 hours later, dude is still up, still building the Lego castle, and these things are just huge, and like, really consuming the space in between the couch and the television, which is pretty prime real estate in the living room. And after two weeks, we would just go and kick him down because he wouldn't get rid of them. Um, but just because he was up all night, I don't want to give the impression that he never slept, because he did. On the couch, in the living room, all the time. And whenever he woke up, it was always, whoa, I just had the craziest dream ever. Really, dude. And I mean, it got to the point where I honestly remember some of them, which were like, uh, so I'm making out with Angelina Jolie, and hard-boiled eggs start showing up in the back of my mouth. <laughs> so I gotta eat them, because I want to keep making out with Angelina Jolie, and try not to let her know. <laughs> Craziest dream ever! <laughs> and like a lot of people who enjoy ecstasy, he also enjoyed trance music. And one of his favorites was Sandstorm by uh, Daru, which, if you're not familiar, is repetitive in a genre that is, by nature, repetitive. <laughs> and the version he had was like a CD that had the extended version, the radio version, the remix, and, I mean, so when he popped this thing in, you're getting the same song, which is repetitive, for over half an hour, through the entire party. It was, Absolutely out of control. It was too much to handle. Uh, roommate number three had a problem with alcohol. The problem was he thought it made him good at freestyle rapping. Um, one night he was in his room freestyling in bed, and I went over and just pounded on his door and was like, Dude, shut up. I'm not gonna shut up. What up? I'm ripping the mic up. And it was enough to make me realize that I needed to move out. And that I didn't know how good I actually had it when I lived at home with my parents. Thanks, y'all.